It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. June 23, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with a Columbus connection. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. Yeah, I don't know why, why you couldn't hear us, Fred. Feel, feel free why to... Why can't we go back to talking about Hoppy's children? Feel free to try again. Hoppy's children? Oh, yeah. He doesn't have any children. Well, yeah, he does. John Hopwood is my daddy. John Hopwood <laughs> is my daddy. John Hopwood is my daddy. John, 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 John. Oh, maybe he does. Somebody was dying. I know. Who was that laughing? Oh, there? No, was, they were dying. Uh, uh, the, yes, yes. Did you know that other artists did Family Man other than just Hall and Oates? And it's not actually their yes, song? Yes, I'm well aware that that song has been covered by many people. Because I think I've heard every version from you. Really? Yeah. There was a good six months there where you were playing that all the time. Every oh. day. Maybe this is Fred calling again. Let's see. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? It's your old pal Fred, hopefully. Oh, hey. Fred, yes. We can hear you and it obviously... Sounds, uh, I, I, it's real hard to hear you. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, are you in a vehicle? Are you currently traveling? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in a vehicle, but I'm holding my cell phone. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Fred. Right. What's on your mind, it's sir? It's okay. Well, I want, what I wanted to say was um, it was interesting how everybody asked Elizabeth Warren, speaking of last night, because that's what I started the call about way back then. Um, Elizabeth Warren, when they're all concerned about, you know, um, she, because she won't say that she'll tax the middle class, because Bernie said it was going to, it would be a tax. Well, the, the, the interesting part about it is, is there's, it's how you pay for something. The insurance company, right? Or you pay it in a tax. I mean, it's, it, and if you pay it in a tax, it will be less than if we pay it to the insurance company. Right. And we already pay for Medicare out of our paychecks as it is. So right. if you don't have to make an insurance payment and your boss doesn't have to make an insurance payment and you can negotiate that cash back into your, you know, because it's a benefit. Right. People pay, give you uh, insurance as a benefit to entice you to work for them. Now they can give you more cash because they don't have to pay for the benefit. Right. Yeah, that's but, the way that's the way it works, you know. But why why couldn't she uh, communicate that during the debate? I wonder. Well, she tried to say that. I mean, that was what she was saying. Yeah. She was saying, "I'm not going to sign something that's going to cost more than it does now," and 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 it's it's how you pay. Basically, the the same thing even Bernie said. Yes, it's going to raise the taxes 
because that's the part that we're going to pay, but we're not going to be paying to money to the insurance company. So you take your insurance payment and you send it to the government instead. That's all. Yeah. It will be less because everybody's in. Yeah. For whatever reason, Bernie seemed to be much more able to just kind of boil it down into a couple of sentences than than she was able yeah, to well, it seems been doing like it for a long time that's true <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yes well that's because bernie you know, he's got it down more he, honest he's got the, the five minute death presentation you know down you know he's cut out all the middle chaff and said this is what we need to do we need to make sure we have child care for people you know right john john hopwood is here kind of stuff. I don't know if you heard John. Hey, John, how are you? Hi. These are policies that Bernie's been for since I first heard about him in 1974 when I was 14 years old, and he's running for governor in Vermont. My father used to live up in Burlington, Vermont. So. Uh-huh. And uh, so these are his policies, and, you know. Right. Oh, they all are. They're yeah. all using his policies. You're right. He is a, a social democrat, although he's never really called himself that. He calls himself a socialist, like a right. Norman Thomas socialist. And uh, yeah, well, he is who he that, is. That, certainly that word certainly yeah. scares people. Yes. Oh, yeah. it always has, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Any, uh, any well, thanks, John. <laughs> well, yeah, Bernie, this yes. is his <laughs> policy. He's... All, you know, this isn't something he has to make up or apologize for. You're never going to see Bernie back down, you know, about something that he's been. <laughs> this is basically him for right. 40 more or more years. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you have any other uh, thoughts on the debate, uh, Fred? Well, uh, with Beto, it, it's the problem with, with that I find with Beto, and I do like the man, and um Please. I mean, I don't know if I'd want him for president, but I do like the man. And, sure. and I wish he would run for senator and get some experience right. and then go do this again. And, and then he'd have, a little, you know, he'd have the spirit and the knowledge. Right. But, but That's um, a good point. for me, uh, the thing about the guns thing, uh, you know, as scary as it sounds, and it really does sound scary because I know people, I mean, I grew up in a house with 90 guns. I mean, you know, I, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, that's the, the only thing they're going to get that's going to work. I mean, when you think about it, if we don't get rid of the guns, those, you know, uh, uh, people are just going to keep killing each other. 40,000 people die of guns each year, you know, and that doesn't happen other places. We got to figure out something. And, and if it means, okay, everybody, look, we're all, do we, are we okay with 40,000 deaths a year or not? That's I guess thing. we are. And if it's your kid, that's dead it means more to you than if it's somebody else's kid i mean that's just the way it is mm-hmm. yeah that's but if true it happened in your school you know that's the problem i mean kids get, get shot in school that's scary it i mean did. i could understand oh they were at a party in a bar but no they're at school it yeah. did happen to my neighbors i lived in danbury connecticut and uh sandy hook was the next town over but I used to be a member of the NRA, but I quit. I would just, you know, limit it to uh, military class weapons, and uh, you know, you don't need a sniper right. rifle. And uh, well, right. I, I think realistically, and, and the most. Okay, that's what he but said. one of the problems we have is we do have a Second Amendment, and there was a great uh, article. Why is the Second Amendment a problem? I didn't say there was a problem. Well, we the, do. Have, yes, you did. That's exactly what you just said. Well, the problem of that would be the Second Amendment. Uh, there's a great article from 1992 
was was by a liberal law. It was in the law review journal that that is that's been a rights and it's on most of the state constitutions of the time. Mm-hmm. You just can't deny that that is a right. Yeah. But of course, no rights absolute. There's no the right the First Amendment. There's you can't def, the fame, uh, libel, defamation, child pornography is so abhorrent. It uh, has a lesser standard when it comes to like indicting people for that and everything. And that's, you can't argue that that's free right, speech. It's covered. Right. These so, rights are not uh, absolute and you, you, have you a, can restrict and regulate them. Of yeah, course, I believe, yeah. you know, you have a right to a gun, but it's reasonable. It has, it has to be reasonable. Because so I've lived in, you know, I, I believe in the right to uh, bear... To have and bear an arm, but I don't need a sniper rifle. I don't need an AK-47. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think the most you can realistically uh, hope for, honestly, is a return of the assault weapons ban. But other than that, you're never going to... With a little bit of teeth in it and universal background check. Yes, and no gun show. Universal background check. But, right. uh, There's yeah. no gun that's, show loophole. That's that that's is sitting on the That's not true. I've seen no people. On, I've been to umpteen gun that. shows and they all get background checks. Nobody gets handed a gun <laughs> yeah, in a New been Hampshire there. gun show without getting a background check. In Texas, they do. Not in Texas. I'm here in New Hampshire. There's no gun show loophole in the state of New Hampshire. So don't throw that out there. No, I know people that bought guns oh, in me. Texas Can at gun shows. Can you sell a gun in New Hampshire to your neighbor? That has nothing to do with a gun show. There's a difference no, between a private sale and a gun right. show. Yes, I yeah, can yeah, sell. Well, no, but, but, By law, but if I if a person is known to me as a resident of the state of New Hampshire and I know that they can legally possess a firearm, I can sell that firearm to them or they can sell a firearm to me if I meet the standard as well. And yes, somebody that is in the state of New Hampshire. However, if be... you're going to use that as your, your yardstick, then you want to explain to me why every other state that, that isn't allowed in has more gun crime than the state of New Hampshire? Listen, I've lived in these states, and there's one thing that... I've never lived anywhere but New Hampshire, John. Well, I, I'm not saying. I've lived in plenty of states, and one of the things when I, I belong to the NRA is to write letters and everything. It's in, you know, when there is a level of guns, like in, uh, say, Dallas or Houston, there's higher crime. And guns from New Hampshire co- are all over the eastern seaboard. Oh, That's been God's true. Sense. What are you saying? That's true. <laughs> Since 1970. Do you want to make changes to our society that are actually going to enact change instead of a bunch of... No, Let's you, make you, everybody have feel-good legislation. Then why don't you get good. parents to be parents again and stop sending their kids off to the warehouse of school for parents to not pay any attention, for teachers to not be allowed to discipline and have to basically babysit your brat who doesn't have any manners, who doesn't have what any value have of life because they haven't been raised with it. We stopped raising our kids with basic moral values. And that is the biggest problem we have in society. And until we start addressing the real stop. issue, it's not going to change the violence. You can take away that's the... That's not true, because I've seen violence in my take life. Take away though. the AK. What is the next thing that somebody's going to use? Somebody bent on doing a crime is going to I, do it, no matter what they have to do to make it no, happen. That, but that's, that's not true. That's why they're criminals. That's not true. You can't... Oh, please. That's not I've true. I've been around guns probably longer than you've been alive, and I've been in the military. Just because you're old know, doesn't mean you're smart. I know what a military-style weapon, an assault weapon can do. I know the entire uh, uh, philosophy of it. So you're aware that is, some of these assault weapon laws were written so stupidly they actually outlawed some 22s? 
because of their appearance. Can, because of their appearance. A twenty-two can pierce our. Uh, so body you want it? You're in favor of banning a twenty-two, which is the smallest caliber that's bullet. That's not you can even get. what I'm saying. Well, you just said that. No, I didn't. Say I that. gave you a perfect example of no. where the assault weapons ban failed, and that's what you give me. How did it New fail? Jersey literally had it on the books that you could. Why are you, you could so not passionate own a about twenty-two? Guns? Because I am very passionate about the ability to defend yourself. I have been in the situation with my infant son, and the only thing between and the criminal. And you need an AK-47. Gun that I you, had in my lap. I don't need in your the, pocketbook. I don't need. I don't carry an AK in my pocketbook. No, and I didn't. I okay, don't necessarily. Okay, so all I'm saying is, what did you need? To, what would you need to protect yourself in any urban setting? Whatever I damn setting. well feel is necessary. No, no, that's no, that's not true. Yes, it is. If you I end up whatever I pick up as a weapon, whatever I pick up as a weapon, defend myself. Excuse without me. having some kind of a Nobody said anger. Have you ever fired a weapon in anger? Absolutely not. I can legitimately sit here, stare at you, and tell you absolutely not. So you don't know how. Not. So you don't know what you're going to do in that situation. I do know that in that situation, in that moment, my 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 adrenaline and my emotion wasn't anger. It was fear. I was in fear yeah. for my life and the life I of believe. my son, and I had no escape out of that apartment. I None. believe people have a right to firearms. And you know what? That was in Massachusetts. And the police officer who was on the phone with me knew full well I had the firearm and encouraged me to make sure that I had it correctly. Because they could hear it in the background as fast as they were trying to get an officer to me in the middle of downtown Plymouth, Massachusetts. And did that stop? What was the firearm? It was actually a twenty-two. And that stopped That's the what situation. Was in that was what it was between me and So you don't need the, an AK-47. I never said that I did. What I said to you, John, if you were listening, was that the assault weapons bans were not necessarily written correctly. If you want to make a specific AK you, illegal, so right. then but talk all, about right. that. But I'm telling you that the laws were written. All 22s with, weren't eliminated, were they? The, I, the you're, type of yes, weapon you're right. You're exactly right. The NRA. John, let Fred say something here. Uh, say that again, You're Fred. saying that all 22s are banned, but I your said, 22 wouldn't I have been banned. I said yes, said. because the NRA helped <laughs> write those 22s. laws. That's why. I'm no fan of the it, NRA. It, 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 and, and the thing is, and, and one second, one, one, one second. Um, the thing about universal background checks is, uh, you know, and, and like you said, well, you can sell a gun to somebody you know. Well, here's the deal. You don't necessarily know somebody unless they get a background check. Right. I mean, that's the truth. You may think you know somebody, but, but you don't necessarily know somebody. Hmm. And, and so everybody that has a gun, I'm okay with it if you have a gun. I don't care. I have none. But you got to be able to pass a universe background check, period. And it doesn't That's mean the law you anyway. your son a, the a law gun. On the law on the books. The law already exists on the books, which we can easily... But it's put into action. Easily. If you cannot legally own and possess a firearm under the law... Under both state and federal law, you are a criminal. Period. So what? What do you mean, so yeah, what? So what? What does that so mean? Why can you buy one? If I can't it's legally possess, possess, one. If, I legally legally possess a firearm, if I, I cannot legally, legally possess, possess a firearm, I can't legally pass the, vi the background check. That doesn't Same. make sense. Oh, for God's sakes. It does to me. I don't know what your problem is. I can sell you a gun. If you if you can't pass the background check, I can negative legally goes, tell you negative. No, I don't have to know. By you. law, you've just all I have to know the, is that you said law. you wanted to no, buy a gun. No, that's not true. I don't I'm have not to have paperwork. I don't have to have anything. <clears throat> 
You're talking about right? you. You're talking about show me where my law here in the state of New Hampshire that is perfectly fine with that has caused an increase in gun crime by comparison to where you're pointing it out. Because everywhere that you can point to that has laws restricting that actually has a higher gun crime you know, rate than the state of New Hampshire. So look at Here's actual, instead of true. using hyperbole, instead of blowing everything up, look at actual reality. Why they going up in New Hampshire? Are not, I have a right to not defend myself. Illinois. That's not that. It's not, not Chicago. It's, that may be a town with a lot. Chicago of, has some of the strictest gun laws in the country. How's that working out Missouri. for them, there, buddy? It always did. Really, it's really always working they, out. You know for why them? they have flaws? Because they are hyper violent, just like New York City. Chicagoans are hyper violent. Have you ever lived there? Have you ever I really? Have. But see, you're making these false syllogisms. No, they I'm have, not. They have the laws because they have a great deal of crime. And, and it's doing and, a and lot. And you want to know something? In New Hampshire, New Jersey, crime New Jersey, gone up. some of the strictest gun laws in the country. How's their gun crime rate? Well, when and you, they're the ones when that you actually used an assault weapons ban to make Texas. a 22 illegal, but a 50 cal was legal. So there's where your smartness goes in this legislation. What you're saying is not logically true. That you is take, true. Go take, look it up. You're taking Go look it up. That is not an actual 22. fact. It doesn't that is ban a fact. all. You're saying New it banned Jersey all 22. Pa- New Jersey passed yeah, an assault weapons ban. In that ban, due to the descriptors, they ended up banning. So you can't buy in New Jersey a Ruger they've twenty-two their, pistol. That's they not true. They changed their law, but look it up. What's that the is caliber of an M sixteen? Listen to me, two, buddy. Two, three. Yeah, I'm not sitting here playing two, two, three. guessing games with you. I'm telling you an actual fact of law. But if you don't not. believe me, get out your little smarty phone and Google You're it. You're saying that they banned twenty twos. All they 22s, did. All twenty twos cha- were banned. Listen to me, buddy. <laughs> no, what you? Semi-automatic. New Jersey semi- screwed up New Jersey when they passed the law. And that can't be right, huh? Yes, it can be righted. However, this is the stupidity that happens when you use fear to institute law rather than logic and science. Tell me about how the gun violence has gone up in Manchester and the state of New Hampshire in this decade. Yeah, which what else has. has gone up? Oh, which has? Really? What do you what do you put on, what 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 has caused that, John? What changed? Did our no, gun laws change? Sure? No, our gun laws didn't change. Did our criminal codes change? No, that didn't happen. I don't what know what changed hap- in the state of New Hampshire, John? To bring more t- violence into the state of New Hampshire, John? Law. You just talked more about drugs, your law. More drunk. You just talked about There's your law. There's your problem. What law did get passed in this? Uh, the wrong. Must be a, none of what nothing laws that we. Passed? What do we have problem here? We yeah, have I mean, Manchester being smart and actually stepping up and having safe station, and we have other people trying to shut it down when we're trying to help. The people that are suffering that are actually the ones that are robbing places because they're desperate for their next fix. Fred, the city of Manchester is actually trying to help. A, you said you had your law. What was your law here yeah, in New Hampshire? Hang, hang on. Let, let Fred how, get it. How do you, how do you explain um, countries with less guns have less, in, in civilized countries, um, have less gun death? I, I'm glad you asked me that. Uh, I, I mean... How I'm very glad you asked I mean, me that. Mo- in most countries, why from do we recent, have so many guns? From deaths? my recent travels to from, I'm absolutely going to answer the question. From my recent travels mm-hmm. in Europe, I will tell you that the biggest things that I have noticed is extraordinarily amount of parental involvement in children. I see uh, children who actually mind their manners and don't behave <laughs> like they do around here. Nobody was running out with their underwear half hanging out. I mean, people actually gave a care about how they carry themselves and how they behave. I don't see the behaviorisms that I see here. I don't see the 13-year-old screaming at the elderly lady and calling her names because they think it's funny. 
I don't see the zombie walking down the street who's strung out on drugs. Well, you were, didn't live in I the 1960s. I didn't see any of that. I was all over <laughs> the place in Europe. I went to, to small little villages and big cities, and I didn't see that. I didn't see trash in the streets because people actually gave a care and put the trash where it belongs. I didn't see dirty diapers and, and, and old furniture laying around because people actually get rid of their stuff. People you think care kids are better about educated? themselves. They're better. You think the kids are better educated? They're absolutely better educated. Every single child I met over there knew how to speak Dutch, knew how to speak English, and a lot of them also knew how to speak Frisian, three different languages. And and, and they probably have good uh, good school systems. You know, local, they all ride their bicycles to school. There's no buses. Right? They don't In most bus cases, them. they're standardized. The, the kids are no. They have multi. They have multiple different school settings. Um, one of the kids I'm aware of is in military school right now. I know of another student that was in a specialty school. They have different okay. schools. They do a lot more recognition of special needs, I think, in some respects than we do. But okay. overall, the biggest difference is people care so they, about so themselves they spend a lot and more others. Money on education not... and and focus on that, which which is probably a good thing, right? Focusing on what? Education? Education. Of course. They also have one of the third of best cases, we have healthcare systems healthcare. in the world we where we don't even rank. education. We have child care, prenatal child care. They, have, have, better, they have better medical care. They do that in this country. They have better infrastructure. They take better care of their roads. Everybody rides a bicycle right. pretty much. I mean, this even five-year-olds riding a bicycle to school. I guess, How many people I guess that live socialism thing working. Look it up. I don't know, actually. But Those I know are there's very a lot. small countries like Denmark. They're not comparable to the United States, which has 330 million people. Oh, so that somehow right. is the excuse that's, that's for us to be rude to one actually, another, do you to trash think, our streets, to not give a care about our world. That, Americans are pigs. I'm embarrassed as an American to come home and realize how piggy we are. Throwing trash out your window, <laughs> throw your cigarette butt out the car window. It's a dirty diaper in the street. You don't see that there because but they actually take pride and they raise their kids to be that way. Do you think if you live in a, a section of like Los Angeles, San Francisco, that's upper middle class or rich, that people are pigs? I mean, you know what? If there's trash all over the street and you're throwing it all out there and you don't give a care about your environment, there's, yeah, there's you're a upper pig. middle class you're a suburbs pig. like Chicago. My father lived there. It's care not about living the world in Manchester. I think if you don't care about the world around you, and that's the example you but give the youth, you're talking you're about getting all back America. what you give. All America the youth of today behaves like crap. Because that's what they see the adults doing. All we America. got the president of the United States calling people a holes. We've we've got we, we, we've now we're getting back to Matt Connor. You know, pick, pick your poison. This is what our youth is looking at in America. And boy, we better wake up and pay attention. And the left and the right don't have any corner on the market on this. And I don't care who wants to tell me I'm wrong, be my guest. But when a child understands morality and gives a care, they treat each other better. They don't look to kill each other because they actually value each other's what lives. What about England, where England is more like the United States? And I haven't gone to England, Denmark. so I'm not going to make a judgment call there yet. Yeah, but you have people. There's a lot of class, you know, class conflict. I, I personally am not uh, and have but people they don't, there. And uh, they did not have a problem with guns till after, the, in the year, from the year 2000, there was a, two events happened. The, uh, there was an influx of guns 
from the Yugoslavian wars and the crack trade. The crack you can trade, keep yeah. trying to band-aid the world, but this world is not going to get talk, better until we actually start going to the root of our problems and not piecemealing out what our little specialty is. Now, London has a higher murder rate than New York City, which seems incredible. Really? Is that true? Yeah, because I went there... Uh, it's a little silly in Texas that might actually top that one. I went there... Uh, I've been there uh, like all my Maybe adult because life. because a lot of people are getting murdered in New York. In New York. Not as much as they used to be. They're getting killed by the cops in Texas. They actually had more crime in that one little town than they have in some nations. Yeah, well, Texas is pretty wide open. Oh, there's a... Why do you have an excuse for everything? You mean an excuse? Why do you say an excuse? Have you lived in Texas? Texas is wide open. It's, talk I wouldn't about want li- to. They like talk to kill about people live a lot. free or die. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, you're yeah, living there. Yeah, live free there. or die. It's wide open. People aren't on top of each other, but more people died in one New Ham- one United States city... Than in a nation, we're gonna. Uh, oh, yeah, Fred, that's Fred, true. By law-abiding gun owners. I'll talk to you later, Bob. Were cops. All right, Fred. Thank you so much for the call. Take care. <laughs> All right, uh, Fred Bonig uh, from the Daily Ripple leaves us. Somebody else is. Uh, we'll get somebody else in here. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, Matt. This is Mary. You know, I have to agree, Jenny. You're right. One hundred percent. Thank you, sweetheart. About, About what? people throwing their garbage around. Because a week ago, I saw somebody throw their garbage because somebody gave them a something to eat, and they took their garbage and threw it right on the ground. Yeah. And I had to say something, and I says to the guy, "Do you mind picking it up?" It it looks a mess. I mean, there's no need of putting it in your backpack. Put it anywhere, but on the ground. He came back at me. He's, I don't have respect for you or anybody else. He yeah. was one of them that was panhandling. And, Jenny, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, Thank but you, you're sweetie. talking about, What about Palo Alto I lived in? They didn't have problems like Manchester. Can we talk about the here and now? How is Palo Alto not the here now? You talk about the United States. She being just full of called pigs. to say what she but you're feels talk- about right Manchester, here. Manchester, New Hampshire, isn't the world. A person who lives here oh. just called to give you it's an not- opinion of here, and you're on the other side of the freaking right, country. Let's, uh, like you let's, said the U.S. Hang on. Let's let's let Mary go. All right, Mary. Thank you for the call. All my right, friend. catch you later. Right. Bye bye. Manchester, New Hampshire, isn't the world for God's sake. <laughs> what was, it was like this back when I was a kid in the seventies. Wait a 60s. minute! Didn't you just a few minutes ago claim that all the crime was up and there's a reason for that and that's what we need more gun laws? I'm asking you. You just contradicted yourself there, buddy. Pick a side. No, you have you're no. just bulldozing. No, no, yeah, I'm not. You, are. you just su- su- completely contradicted no, the beginning of yourself. your own conversation. You I completely asked you. contradicted yourself. But you said that you're hey, a law. Welcome hmm? back to your own show. <laughs> did uh, I you did he contradict himself pain. or not? I can't get you to agree on any set. See, the problem is you move the ball all the time. It's oh, like 22. Whatever all excuse of a sudden, suits your need there, buddy. Why do you keep saying that? There's something called logic. Now I know very just, much what logic you is. You can't say that a 22. I don't need they you to a 22 educate because me, John was, Hopwood. No, but you keep saying the word excuse. You can't Because you come up with excuses for every reason why you can't be right. No, you can't stand being contradicted. You can't stand being wrong. Because what you're saying about because, 22, because, you said because, they banned because, all 22, because. they didn't. Just because you can bulldoze somebody doesn't make you right. I'm not bulldozing yes, you. you. Are. It's an absolute fact. Tell me fact. what the 22. Oh, oh I t- you have look absolute it up. facts. You, you got the phone right in front of you. Look it up. What phone? New Jersey had a, I don't know if it still is the case, present day. 
when they passed their assault weapons ban, the way that they word the stuff out, they actually managed to make a 22 illegal versus a 50 cal. All 22s. Okay, so the lawyer whose video that I watched who actually expressed this and helped to fight against laws in New Jersey must have been full of it. Okay, so it's somebody that's fighting against the laws in New Jersey. He would never have a bias. Dude. He would never have a bias. Seriously. No, he would never When you're giving a law class on what the gun laws are for your state, you kind of have to stick to the facts. And what's the fact there? So there's no because bias in that state, it's actually a required class in order to get your license in order to actually have a gun. By uh, making funny voices isn't logic. I'm just saying they didn't ban all twenty. It wasn't making funny voices. I was breathing. You're talking about a video of somebody who is look up biased. the law, buddy. I read it years ago. I did my homework then. Look it up. You want to say I'm wrong? Prove it. I have nothing to prove. So all 20, you won't answer, all 22s were banned. At that period of time, the long rifle 22 was accidentally screwed up and banned because of the way that they... That's what you had as a uh, weapon, the long rifle? You have to remember that laws, when they are written descriptively can often describe things they weren't intended to be. And I worked at the National Whistleblower Center and as also... I wrote laws and and I passed them as a legislator. So So what's your point? Tell us about your law because you've mentioned the law. Oh, for God's sakes. What's the law? You said your law. In the period, in the context of the conversation we were having at that time, I was referring to New Hampshire state law versus other state laws. John. You weren't saying something you that apparently you were a legislator. Got, no, sir. I was. I know repa- you passed the law about knives and guns. What was the gu- SB eighty eight, which and is the stand your ground bill? I keep asking. That is you the about stand that. your ground bill. Tell us what that is. That was the bill that would prevent there being another of the bird situations where we had a, a man who was facing whose bird. I'm just potential. Asking. There was a gentleman here in the state of New Hampshire who was pota- potentially facing jail time for showing a firearm on his own property after somebody had gone through all of his no trespassing signs every 50 feet. He was very well signaged. Fence and everything. Dude had had cardiac surgery. Person comes on his property, not supposed to be there. They call the cops and go, oh, somebody had a gun. And they're going to get the rest of this guy and put him in jail. So Why would they do that? Because they um, got him for criminal threatening. They claimed it was criminal threatening. Who came onto his land? Uh, it was a woman who was claiming to be looking at property that she wanted to buy in order to uh, maintain animals that needed to be taken care of, even though she'd been previously found guilty of animal abuse. So take that with what you will. No, the, I, but I, I this think you man do have a right to stand Ended up in a very serious but I'm situation because of New Hampshire was. law. The law changed that, that a person has the right to be able to defend themselves and that merely... Yeah. Your alarm is... Greater Columbus Sports Commission is proud to celebrate the history of women's athletes and the 50th anniversary of Title IX with a new podcast. The Starting Nine Up podcast will feature some of the most important female voices in local sports. Hosted by iHeartMedia's Matt McCoy, Starting Nine Up explores stories you may be familiar with and others you might be hearing for the first time. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
June 23, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with a Columbus connection. It's not, and it does not make somebody a criminal. I you don't being believe... alarmed at the sight of a firearm does yeah. not make one a criminal. Somebody brandishing it at you, that's a different story, right. in, depending on the situation. But so def- we got def- to that. Define brandishing, though, because I've heard different people with That would be like cocking Pointing it at, at you. Oh, point, pointing Waving it, it around at you. a battery. So yeah. just pulling Waving it out. Your... Just pulling it out in being and of Well, I mean... Yeah. See, that's what I mean. I, See, I hear... there are, there are, there are... I hear, um, AGs out there that have prosecuted people yeah. for the mere showing of a firearm, though it was not pointed at the individual. The claim is that they were waving it around in a menacing way, That's why or that when they pulled it out, it was a threatened. Yeah. threatening action to pull it out even though it wasn't pointed at the person so that's actually been a sticking point and i'm not sure where the laws are on that right now it's not something i really follow i follow healthcare a lot um that's what i thought you guys were going to be talking about well we were until you showed up how <laughs> you mean fred bonick switched into this no you did no we didn't yeah you did no, you know what? It was because we were talking about uh, we were talking about the debate and uh, Beto O'Rourke and his, oh, that his ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought he was a jerk. We already have one fourteen-year-old. Who needs that? My point was when you say, "Oh, we're going to dig away everybody's AK-47." That's really a red flag and POs people. And that type of uh, discussion isn't needed. And you have to recognize that there is a Second Amendment and you have a right to a firearm and you have a right to stand your ground, to self-defense. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I'll so agree. now we know what your law was, which is something I, I, I agree with. So uh, Mike Pelopita in the Facebook live chat says, hi, everyone. Very passionate show after today. All, after all this, uh, we had to get, uh, I agree with you. <laughs> we'll get to Stefan's comments in a moment because he had a lot to say. Oh, uh, boy. Bill, Stefan Bill, Philbrook. Yep. Uh, Bill Murphy also joins us in the Facebook live chat. Of course, we saw... Bill today at the Don't Punish Pain rally in uh, up in Concord. So very nice to see Bill. Hope we, he's been on the show several times. Hope to have him on he has. again soon. He has, yes. Where's the kid? Did huh? he have a tremendous date and is now lost? Christian. Oh. Is he, am I supposed to be his daddy or something? Uh, oh. Not his daddy. John Hopwood is my daddy. John Hopwood <laughs> is my daddy. John Hopwood is, is he, my he's daddy. He's about John, 18. John, I could John, be. John, 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 John. <laughs> so, Who's uh, that witch cackling? Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I winked at Excuse you. Excuse me a minute. I winked at you. I'm going to well, play some golf I winked here. at you. It is almost I Halloween. knew it was you. You don't mind if I play some golf in the studio, do you, there, uh, Matt? Yeah, actually, as long be... as you're careful about the balls that you uh, that would bought. Be... <laughs> yes. It is a white cane, so I do have an excuse of... Oh. I think that would be very bad. Uh, so, Stefan says, uh, Second Amendment is not an individual right. Militia It is an is individual plural. right. That's not That's true. bold. Nobody would believe that. Yeah. It is an individual right. Commerce matter. It's always been... Commerce matter always. and law. Well, a lot of liberals do believe what Stefan is saying, but I would I would disagree. I agree with both of you on but, that. But that's because the individuals the made up the militia. The Supreme Court also as well. The militia is every male from 18 to 60 and all women who have been military officers to the age of like 50 or something. It was set the in The militia back then was just a bunch of farmers with pitchforks and whatever else they could no, grab. No, they had firearms. My young... 
great, 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 great grandfather. I'm not saying they didn't. I'm just saying that as a they were average people. To yep, get the militia together to go after the French and the Indians in King George's War in 1740. Uh, this is interesting too. Stefan said uh, he's a lifelong resident of Manchester. He is, and Manchester is much safer than it was when he was younger. And oh, the, that's not true. He's, he says statistics support that. Statist see, I, I see. I wonder about that. To be honest with you, because over the last, you know, three years or so, actually within the last year, there there really has been an uptick. Well, there is in, the in my neighborhood on yeah. the west side. I know there has been because I, I mean, I, oh, unfortunately, yeah. I see it in my neighborhood watch app all the time. It started a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, there was a uh, geez car break-ins are really big. Um, about 2016, it really, in 2015, but 2016, it started spiking. We were shootings. Uh, 2015, somebody, a policeman got shot over at Rock Rimmon, near Rock Rimmon, which you'd never have seen before. His body armor saved him. And uh, then there was... Uh, well, that's not true to say that it's not been seen before, shoot, especially yeah. on today. I'm going to correct no, you. No, in Manchester. Because today, in I Manchester. do believe, is the, the day that we remember Officer Briggs. Right. But I'm just saying these things just didn't happen when Officer Briggs uh, was shot or the guy, I can't remember his name, 1976. That was something. If somebody got yeah, shot five, and killed, you remembered it, you know, that was there just wasn't yes. many murders. That's what I mean. And I don't know, if, Matt, now, if you agree, but, but it seems it to would, be you would drugs. hear about something and it would kind of catch your attention. And yeah. now it seems to be happening a lot more frequently. I would have to see numbers. Right. To me, that's that's Police all. shootings. Just, to me, that's all perception because we live in an age where you get you can get news instantly on the internet. So that's why. No, it's true. That's why. That's why so many people walk around believing the world is getting worse and worse all the time. When the it's, flat. When it's actually statistically getting no, more I'm, and more I'm safe. No, I'm going by the actual like alerts that I have. But that, I mean, but, it the, seems but those like aren't there are more. But those aren't hard numbers. It seems like there are more, but I don't. I don't even perceive it that way. So it's yeah. a matter of perception. And they use FBI paradigms to finally codify the statistics. But that's I, I, police I just, calls or something. I'd, I'd like to see actual numbers. There's more shootings. Um, yeah, I mean, you have a point there. There's more shootings of police, that's for sure. Because that's something that's always reported. But you've seen actual numbers? You've seen actual statistics well, I know. that show They're that? Too shot no, well, actually, I know that's three. true. According to the federal yeah. stati crime statistics, if you go look up the federal crime statistics, Officer involved shootings are up across the board across the country. It's was, not indicative strictly to our state or even our, our city. Yeah, it's something yeah. that is upticked across the nation. Okay. That's right. And it must be because like you were saying about drugs. It's got nothing to do with the guns because that didn't change. It's got to do with the people. That's true. Bottom I mean, line. Well, there's a lot nothing's of nothing's gonna get better to we change. There's a lot of despair out there. The difference between uh, well in the early seventies when they closed down the shoe last shoe shop. And the factories, people were kind of desperate. But then we got the defense spending of the Reagan years came up here. But, you know, you have a whole generation of people. They used to call it with the first Generation X, McJobs, where I lost my last three jobs were offshored. But, you know, one of the jobs was 13 years long, you know, long. Then they would get shorter. But people, you have no stability where you go into a company and make a career other than being like a professional, like a lawyer or something, and know that you're going to stick with that company. And it creates a lot of anxiety. In fact, there used to be a paradigm in political science that a society fails when the people can no longer plan on their future. Mm. And we have a generation of people that aren't so well, we call them not so well educated and that. They used to, you could go into a shoe shop, you could go into a factory, and you could work. Mm -hmm. But now it's a series of jo service jobs 
it's not exactly like you're, you know, uh, winning the lottery, I guess, is your, <laughs> is your greatest uh, hope. And that must create a tremendous amount of anxiety. And, you know, you just flake out with dope or you just break down somehow. I just see there's a lot of despair out there. Uh, Stefan says, I agree. Good parenting does have something to do with it. However, if a good kid wants to kill a bunch of people, they will probably choose a gun over a baseball bat. Lot, lots more effective. Most good kids wouldn't try and kill people, but hey. Uh, he also says militia is in there to clarify that it is not an individual right. That's not true. Not true. Not true. White, <laughs> let me finish reading the comment. White slave owners did not want firearms to be an individual then, right. Then why is that? No, actually, Wh white slave owners did not want black slaves to, or freedmen to be able to own firearms. If you go back no and free. you look at United States history, when it comes to gun laws, the beginning of gun laws was literally had to do with racism. It was about oh, keeping firearms out of the black people's hands, just like marriage licenses were created to stop people from interracial marriage. That's overstated. We did not have to have a license. You got married. You put it in the paper. That was it. Marriage licensing was to stop interracial marriage I'm sure just you as could... much as the gun laws were to keep them out That's of the minority hand. That's not true. Hand. First yes, of all, were. blacks weren't, were, were, weren't even people. And uh, Red what? Scott. That's they not were, true. They're, That's they're, not true. They're, they're all other people. persons. They're not they were, citizens. They were free people. They were, they were free men and they wanted the Tell law. Me, the, and, they changed what, the law to keep them from being, to make it harder for them to be able to arm what, themselves. What, the Constitution, just like the laws three... that were passed that said if you couldn't read and write, you couldn't vote. Let's go back to uh, the reality of the Constitution because they have the same laws in New England. Maine, the Constitution, when it split off in 1820 from Massachusetts, one of the first things, if you look into the state constitutions, they got the, one of the first rights they enumerate is the right to keep and bear arms, and there's nothing about a militia. So the point is that was all there. through the North and that because, uh, you know, blacks were chattel. They were all other persons. They and in uh, Taney and, at the time of the creation of the Constitution. Yes, you're correct. But yeah. at the time but of the start were, of gun laws being passed, we had segregation not, and racism prevalent. That really doesn't. That doesn't. That Look it is. Up. That's a mean. There's a really great book that I can show you <laughs> that was written by um, Aaron Zellman, who was the founder, and he passed away of the Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership. And it well, actually has copies of documentation to show you where some laws came from. And I would be more than happy to share that with you. You already have. Well, look in it and read it because then you can see what I'm saying no, is true. No, that's not. But, but you see, you're, once again, you're taking that and you're casting it everywhere. The Sullivan Act in 1912 Copies in, of the in bills and the laws are right there in the book. Read it and weep. That's the law. Black and white. Like it or not. That's what it was. Right. And so, you know, every law in the United States. <laughs> of course not. And that not. covered every law in the United States. Of course States. not. But this is a particular area that I did spend a great deal of time in. Not all. It doesn't have to all. Which explains you can why say I have all those books in my house that I've read. And I have plenty of books, too. Have you read, read Zellman's book? You showed me it. I showed it to you, but have you read it? I'm not have you actually analyzed it? Why can't we just have a conversation with what we talk about? You know, you've got to go off on all these tangents about now it's racism. That's not true. It's not absolutely true. It might be in the South and stuff, and uh, it might uh, be uh, a factor. Uh. Why? Because the North didn't have racist? The North didn't have racist that law? That is a trope. Are you that, out like, of your mind? Uh, you yeah, thought racism I, stopped at the border? A lot. Listen, I'll match my uh, my view of history against you or anybody about what that. I know about the history of America, and we're trying to have a conversation. Yes. But you bring this. You all are the this. ultimate computer who knows all. 
It's you don't want to talk about history. You bring this thing that oh, it's all racism, but that's not I am true. talking about history. I asked you if you read a book that actually has the documents in it, copies of the documents in it, the laws is in this it, the, the one, speeches in is it. Is this the same about the creation the of gun laws that were based that claims, on racism? And you're like, is this I the same one? Yeah. Right. So uh, I that, know the laws. I know it better than you. See, now you're making these uh, making this. <laughs> Ugly voice that try to put me down, but you won't talk. Because you're about being ridiculous. Stuff. I no, am because talking you're, about this you're, stuff. Your contention I'm that it's all about out racism. Factual places where you can look at the data, and are you and you're still... giving me your brainchild because that is the law. You know, you're impossible to argue with. Good, stop. So, is this <laughs> the book that contends that uh, the 1968 the gun control law came out of Nazi Germany? Yes, it does actually, and, and it has a copy was, of the Nazi law and, and what, the American law. And how it was changed and enacted. So, yes, it is actually in and the book. And what did I tell you Next. when I read that? That that was a law that was based on the German law that preceded Hitler. So, it wasn't a Nazi law per no, se. It, it was, was a German a law. German, it's continental law. It German. was a law that was absolutely racist and specifically banned no, that wasn't. Jews. But that, those were the Nuremberg laws. They took the laws. word Jews out. And the law well, they, they, they adapted, the, 1968 they, gun the, 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 the law that they the adapted already existed they in Germany. They took a Nazi racist law and put it into American law. Can you understand what logic is? That law, I will show it the to you in black and white. You showed me it. The law I showed it to you, but apparently evidence-based information doesn't get you know, through Jenny, your brain pan. <laughs> you just want to believe what you want to believe. No, I'm looking at evidence-based material. So the fact there's that, the law. Why don't you stop talking? Here for it a is second. in English. <laughs> Read it and weep. It's that simple. So the law that existed before Hitler, that it adapted and added the Jews into, that doesn't count. Look at buddy. No, you answer that. That law existed I will before, get didn't the it? book and I will bring it to you I to saw show the book. you yet again it what the Nazi before. law was, when it was passed, and how it was duplicated in the United right. States. And the law didn't come out. Do you agree or disagree that racist no. German law showed up in the United States and was no, utilized? I don't. That's you don't. ridiculous. Really? Yes. Really? The Gun Control Act isn't almost verbatim from that Nazi law, huh? You can, you, you know uh, about it, but it's not real. What, what makes you understand, can't you understand this? That the law that got passed, again, by the Reichstag under Hitler, under the Fuhrer Principle, which they added the Jews to, was already existing continental Yeah, I don't know law. nothing about Jewish history. Educate no, me, you buddy. You, so that the law that existed Educate before, me on my own history. Go ahead. You're impossible. You don't. You're you, ridiculous. You don't look at actual data and facts. I did look at actual data <laughs> no, in your book. No, you didn't. You and said, you oh, I saw the book. Anything. That's it. But it's ridic- in black and white. The actual bills are side by side in the freaking book. Yeah, in, and you know, you, you translated exactly from German. Okay, Aaron Zellman was a liar then, eh? The Jews Listen, for Jenny, preservation that of that bill, ownership just like I thought, are hey, using that bull. bill that you're talking you about. You're gonna tell me the Holocaust before. was a joke now, Dex, too? That's not real. You're absurd. You know. Oh, there he goes. He's gonna run away now. He's- the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. He's going to have his tail no, between you're his a bu- legs. you're a bully. No, you, you are. You are a bully. You are. Now we're at the level of a child. <laughs> really? 
Yes, because I'm contending that do. the law, which you will never let me say, already existed, and then it was adapted. So that law that you say is racist had already existed and was in effect without putting the racial yes, because opponent. as you put it, um, the book that I read it from was illicitly translated and didn't really have the word Jews all over the law. And what sure. was the law that existed sure. before Hitler? Sure. So you just can't accept the logic that the law that was adapted. No, I'm not going to accept your existed. failed logic over the actual data and materials that I've actually seen with my own eyes of history. So that versus your brain pan, absolutely. You're crazy. You know, you're crazy. I got to say that that you can't even realize that that law was adapted by a law, a continental law, the German, under the... Uh, the uh, no wonder you're having babies in Canada. Why do you do this? Why get, Why do you have to bully? I'm just that's talking being about... being a bully? Yeah, you oh. are. <laughs> you can't even accept the re The reality is that law already was on the books before it was I'll adapted. I'll be more than happy to bring the book into you so you can I've refresh your it. memory of history. I don't because you know us Jews didn't write the truth about it. We just stuck our name in there just to make it look like it was actually that That's, because you it know wasn't what? right. Number one, I said nothing like that. Yeah, you that did. You, you know, you, you, you got to question the translation. Why don't you what listen? else is that? What else listen? does that mean? You question the translation. What does that mean? What does that mean, John? You 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 doubted me on the translation of the German law and that the word Jews is actually not in the bill. So go ahead, John. Ridiculous. Tell me how I'm wrong. Why don't you come, you can come to my friggin house. I got a whole library on that on the Germans and about the the how the Führer principle comes out of the uh, Koenig principle. I'm which glad the laws... that you've studied all of that insanity. Goody for you. Oh yeah, I'm so that's talking it. about the actual, actually no history. We're talking about one specific law. One specific. We're talking about the gun control which act of 1968 and where it which came the law, from. The basis of the law already existed before Hitler. And then it was so, adapted under all after these the Nuremberg people that wrote calls. all about that and translated it are all full of bunk. And so only the John original, Hopwood knows the truth. So the original law that was written for hey, every German was racist, you know, before Hitler. I'm lying, John. Just call me a liar. Go ahead. That was that was all that was Go all ahead. racist. Right? All you doing? I know what I read. I know the facts that were put in front of me. I'm sorry that you don't agree with. Actual so that, black the, and that white even in, you can even look in the book and see where it is, where the law came from. Yeah, and it had Jews all in it. Um, that uh, word was removed. Jenny, the law existed under uh, the Kaiser. The law that and was in used in the United States to that's act was that's taken ridiculous. from freaking Nazis. No, it wasn't. Go ahead. All right. I may, whatever. It wasn't. Somebody can contend that, but it wasn't. Yes, Aaron Zellman wrote lies. Yeah. Joe's for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership, a national organization that spent their entire inception studying these matters and pulling these matters and studying history. They're all wrong because Hopwood's right. And so everything in gun control is just racism because that's their bias. A right? lot of gun control is born from racism and did come born out of racism. And if you don't believe that, I know that's I can't a trope. That, I know that's a tripe like, trope. Like we have to always uh, hear Gary, uh, the Honorable Gary Hopper, so about the Democrats being racist because of. Uh, I didn't say anything of the sort. Be, Johnson. No, he's he's just he's making a comparison. He's not saying that you said that. He's saying Gary says that. 
<laughs> That's nice. The law existed before. That's based on continental He has to law. get the last word. Or he's just but it's an unhappy true. camper. You do whatever, too. Whatever, John. You well, do too. The, the laws <laughs> existed before the Nuremberg laws. Listen to what? Listen to the reality of what happened. The whole idea is Hitler despised the judiciary and uh, he was disgusted and Jews by the and judges. gay people and people well, no, with disabilities. we're talking about the judiciary now and the law. He didn't want to have any ju- judges of the law or or the law. It's a quite a fascinating history. And in fact, there was a separate Nuremberg trials for the jurists. I don't find anything about Nazis fascinating. Sorry. No, they're not. Fails to be fascinating to somebody whose family was practically wiped out. Thanks. What my 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 family went through the uh, the uh, Holocaust in Ireland, and I'm sorry for that. And And I honor my family members that are listed in Yad Vashem, and I always will. And I hold that near and dear to my heart, and I do take it personally. And if you have a problem with that, I'm sorry. But you 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 always you use these emotional arguments, like all of a sudden you're trying to talk about uh, Hitler and the judiciary and his hostility towards it, and that the fact that there was a Nuremberg trial. Oh, I don't want to hear hear about that. Well, it's fascinating, particularly since we have this jackass in the White House. Hey, hey, we have a call. We'll grab this quick. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? What's up, Matt? This is Tony. Hey, Tony. How you doing? Hey, how's it going? Just, uh, I don't want to change the subject too much. Oh, please. But please, uh, uh, one thing I do know that every every race, no matter whether they're black, white, or whatever, Spanish, whatever, anybody that's had their guns taken away from them was pretty much genocided. That's one thing I, that's one of the things I do know. Agreed. And you can look in the history of that, of any, any culture or anything that had their weapons taken away, the next step was genocide. Check it out. Agreed. All right, Tony. That's a great point. Thank you for the call. Yeah, so that's that's a good point. So we can keep our weapons to defend ourselves. Doesn't matter what color you are. As long as we can defend ourselves. That's all I care about. Agreed. All right, Tony. Well, thank you for the call. Take care. You got it, buddy. Take care. Buddy. All right, my friend. Bye-bye. All so, right. So when they took all the uh, weapons away from Englishmen, did they kill them? I guess not. Look at you. You make this face. A- answer the question. English, they have they have the strictest gun laws. They didn't kill all the English, did they? Hmm? Well, that's a good point, too. France the is Democratic unique. version of a Trump. How can you say that? Why don't you just answer <laughs> a question? You're so self-satisfied. No, you, know? you just say you have to be ask, right on everything. No, but Caller ask, calls okay. in, points out something that so the English is historically took away pretty guns. accurate if you look through right, the centuries. Right, because the English I'm took away. I'm going to find one group of people that didn't get massacred and name them. That's How you. about France? What about what about Netherlands? I don't know. I haven't what about looked at Sweden? Their histories. I'm so worried Sweden about my took, own. Sweden took away the guns. and the, No, you're interested in Germany. You bring that up. I did not. Because you can take away people's guns and they're not going to massacre everybody. I am not in favor of disarming this populace, but, you know, knock yourself out there, buddy. See, I can say I'm for guns and everything. And then you take it to an uh, absurdum. It's ridiculous. You're too emotionally involved in this issue. Yes, of course. Call me an emotional woman because that is I the standard for every woman. man in the world to use. And you are wrong? such a walking contradiction. It's ridiculous. You, have you claim a, to be one thing, and then you actually treat people differently. 
You, you claim to be all inclusive, but you're pulling emotional. out you're an emotional Men person. are never emotional. Why are you, men are never emotional. Men are never emotional. Really? Right? You're men not emotional don't. there, John. You're not hot under the collar over there, John. <laughs> Watching your mannerisms, the way you're you know, shoving I, things around. You're very unpleasant today to talk to because you're I'm constantly unpleasant? turning stuff around. Because now I say, of course, men are emotional. It's just all not I, women. But see, I say, you're an emotional. So now it's got to become a woman. It's always got to be something about oppression. Stop trying to claim thought. the fact that my ideas are based out of my emotions. It versus is the things that I emotion. know and understand. No, the knowledge and the study and the things that I learned have nothing to do with my opinion. It's all emotion-based because I'm a woman. Yeah, that's what I said. Men that's are what never you're emo- insinuating. That's not what you're I'm insinuating. You're insinuating it. No, it's not. Hey, we're you're already ridiculous. over uh, 603. Well, we're, we're, we're actually off the air on FM, but I let oh, the- Oh, so uh, we can keep going at it. But I let the Facebook Live video go, oh, and, it's still, and it's still recording. Because I, you know, I, I didn't want to... Uh... You're evil. What? <laughs> After the things that I... When, I, when we're off air, boy. Oh, now we can F-bomb? No. No, because then... We're I'll... on Comcast. Yeah. No, the point is uh, I support almost everything you say, but you're talking about stuff, and I'm just talking about when you, you're saying... I'm talking saying about, about actual facts, John. It's not... You're act- calling emotion facts. The fact is that the Nazi law is based on extant German law that the already existed. Is the it Nazi law existed. that forbade the ownership of guns it by already, Jews is the duplicity. The German law was already duplicated existed in United States Hitler. law in 1968 Gun Control Act. It is a German Look law that was a common continental law. So the books that I've read and everything was, as you because said, not, not translated correctly. Because in the Hopkins. people are biased, right? People are biased, so they intentionally mistranslate it. You're, you're telling me that everything that I was looking at by lawyers and other people you're as saying, a bunch of blunk, oh, a bunch law- of bull. <laughs> lawyers start biased, right? I've been in many a court. I've been courtrooms and stuff. Why They're don't paid you to be biased. get the copies of the things I'm talking you about and prove it to it. me that it's wrong? Since my book I, is you, a lying book, I can't. Since I can't, Aaron Zellman and the Jews of the Preservation of Firearms Ownership are a bunch of I can't. blocky, I can't. and they printed this stuff for no good reason but to I can't, screw you I can't, over. I can't John prove C. that Hopwood. because you won't admit that the law already existed. I don't the, have, I'm not going to admit that, that, that the law wrong. already existed. So to say that the law that it already existed, the which Nazis was a common wrote. law... No, they the did. law that was duplicated in 1968 Gun Control Act in the United States of that America was a not Nazi true. law. No, it's not and true. And I will show it to you in black and white again if you promise to actually but I read it this time. You looked at it, but you didn't read it. You didn't read it. You look at it. You didn't existed. read it. Open your eyes and read the stupid you wanna, thing. You know, Jenny, you want to <laughs> believe what you want to believe. To to, and there's no. Absolutely no. I have the evidence and the argue. facts in my right. Poll, so that the fact that the law right there already that I been can look written up and show it, and then it was added to. That means nothing. Oh, now you're saying it was added to. Who added Which to it, I've John? Been saying Who for about changed 40 the law, minutes. John? Who changed the law, John? You're what absurd. law was used to duplicate <laughs> in 1968 absurd. by the United States government? Nazi. No, that's a Nazi that's false. law that's was absolute, used in 1968. False. That's Nazis that I are the ones. They no, put the wasn't. language in there for Jews, and that is the law and we're, oh, that was duplicated in oh, so 1968. The, in, in the 1968 Act, Jews can't own firearms. They took that word out, as oh, I said did. it before. 
So the law, and I'll say they, it again. You mean they went back to the law before but they hear it the appeared. Nazis, before the Nazis that already existed on the books. Listen, buddy, what did you just say? The Nazis changed the law. Did you or did you not say that? Yes or no? They changed the law to add the, the Nuremberg to add Jews, but that doesn't mean that the law. The that's law basically that was there. duplicated in 1968 was whose law? The Ger- the Imperial German law. The Nazi I don't, and it wasn't German that. law. You don't understand law and how I don't understand law. I wrote law, helped pass Squat. law, but I don't understand so law. So you never met you never really? saw a model law. Excuse me? You never saw a model law. Of course I saw a model have you law. Read Supreme, I wrote model have legislation, you read Mister. Court? You oh what organization yeah, I did. did you belong to? I started the knife freedom movement across this country. So you look know what a model law That's is. That's also on. lookable on your Google search that you won't use. My phone's dead. Well, that's not my problem that you can't look it up, but look those things up. Find the facts I know for yourself, what a model law Because they're is. there. You just want to believe what you want to believe. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, look, you're talking about continental law. Those laws, no, the I'm German laws. No, I'm talking about the Nazi law, law. What is continental law? That was duplicated law? in United States law in 1968. You're just going to go look up the word <laughs> <laughs> That law was based on the law that already existed in Germany. Okay, wait. So in your mind's eye, if something was written by, oh, let's say, France in Louisiana, and then Louisiana <laughs> took that law and kept it, after the Louisiana Purchase, but they changed it up a little bit and they made it, you know, Americans. It's still a French law. Not a French law. Well, yes, it is under your standards. No, that's under, under my standard. No, that's under your standard. Your hand, standard is not the last hand that made the law was the law that the law of the land. Oh, so the Ger- is the one that's responsible. Oh, so the for Germans it. didn't get rid of the Nazi law, right? They didn't refine it. Did you ever look at the law after 1945 in Germany? Did the United States government use Did that you? law as a no, they model? Didn't. No, they didn't. to put into the 1960s. Yes, they did. Read it. No, they didn't. Some of the sentences were almost verbatim. Have you read them? I re- you ha- you gave me the book, and what I saw was that the law existed before the Nazis. Oh my God, that's and all they you just saw? adapted. You didn't it. read anything; you just looked at pictures. Right, and I know, yeah, and I know nothing. <laughs> I need to about... get you a pop up book so you can get it. Why are you so nasty? <laughs> because you make it so easy. No, you make it so easy because you won't reason to anything. You no, can't you won't the... reason to anything. You won't actually open your eyeballs and read. I was you there and read the book. Looking at that picture, I read the book. It was right you there. You did not read the book. Yes, I you did. You looked at the pictures and you handed it back to me. I don't have to, have to read you the whole freaking book. You didn't read the whole book. freaking book. You do have to read it if you're gonna actually oh, sit so there. I got if to... you're gonna dissect law, you need to read it. I don't have to need read. I read the law, Jenny. I don't have to read. Oh some, yes, that's right. My book has a false. A false translation. And the word I don't Jews know. I, wasn't I really the in there. It's a figment of my... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
imagination and millions of other people. Millions the, of you, other people. You think are that full the Judiciary co- Committee of the United I, I, States I government, the Judiciary Committee in the of the United States Congress in the Senate and the House, is going to take a Nazi law? Yeah, I do. That everybody, knows. the same place, <laughs> the same place, the same place that law. time and again, United law. States history oh, this, did right? not legislators no. and mm-hmm. senators actually get on the floor of the United States Congress and demand that we make it illegal constitutionally for interracial marriage based on the one drop rule. That occurred not once, not twice, that not was three outlawed times, in but multiple times in the United States history. That on was our outlawed floor. in so if you tell me that if you ask Ask me, do I believe that a racist law was heard in Congress? Oh, yeah, right. The great, the great Democratic majority that came in with LBJ is going to take an anti Semitic law. And time law. again. Isn't it crazy. Time and time and time again. What Congress happened in 1960s? Has had racist things going on up there. Our society used to believe that slavery was perfectly okay to own a human being. That was in our legislature. That no, was, that was in, in our law. Co- that's in the Constitution. Separate but equal. Where did that occur? Where did that occur? In our legislative walls. This has nothing so to do with the, was, This has nothing to do with the 1968 The legislators act. that used no, that they created didn't. that act used that law. No, they it didn't. practically verbatim. You can look it up. I'm not going to argue with you anymore cuz my throat's getting sore. I'm telling you, look it up, read it. I already told read you the law already it. existed you before the Nazis. Read it. And I'm read sure it existed Whatever. in the Federal Republic yep. of Germany. And I'm yep. sure the that the, they did the millions need a German of people law. that have written about this topic Millions to death. Millions are absolutely bull. Millions of yep. people. <laughs> yeah, and you actually. can go back to contemporary. This is a go huge freaking issue. You can among go into the congressional record, and it is something that does them. get oh, talked about quite law. frequently. Why would they need that? It doesn't make any sense. It was a simple, easy model legislation to use. That's what they use. Right, and with some. When have you ever known our government not up? to take the quickest, easiest, simplest way out? So you did just say it was a model legislation. They used it as model legislation. They took out the Jew they part. They did not use a German. Yeah, they law. did. Just because some book that you put them side got. by side, read it, so, and if they're not, and if you can't see it, I did. I looked at the thing. No, you did. The, the law already <laughs> existed before. How come you cannot understand that? What did that, you that say? That the law was stuff. altered. Did you or did you not state that the law? So that was on the understand? land, that was on the books, was changed by the Nazis and reintroduced the word why Jews. You, why don't you just be quiet for a second? <laughs> Shut up. The fact is, like I was trying to tell you, I've got plenty of books about it that Hitler despised the German judiciary. They wouldn't, they, he did not. What does that have to do with gun law? It's plenty about this to specific do with, because law they didn't that was enacted like in Germany and copied in the United States. That's he, what we're talking about. We're not talking not about Hitler's feelings the about United the judiciary. States. We're talking about whether or not this law was duplicated in the United States law, and it A was. A Nazi law was not duplicated. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. You can believe whatever you want, but, you know. Look it up. I don't have I to, I don't have I to believe whatever I want. Book. I can believe what's black I and white. I believe book. what I could see, And I know hear, exactly and what read I thought. In black and white, because I not know your that the Germans kept the law the, under the Imperial Germans and under the Weimar Republic, and they just adapted it. Uh, that was one of the great things, and it came out in the Nuremberg uh, trials of the judges. They just. Instead of the uh, Koenig principle, they go with the Fuhrer principle. But Hitler couldn't stand lawyers because he wanted stuff done, and then they would always be lawyers and stuff, and they couldn't uh, adapt themselves enough for them. The law that you're talking about had already existed in Germany, and it probably existed afterwards too. 
The Nuremberg laws are shameful. Yes, because the Nazis didn't do all kinds of laws in order to disarm the populace. So nobody could have possibly used anything that they did to duplicate in their own areas because they didn't exist, right? Uh, the 1968 Act hardly disarmed the populace of the United States. Come on. It, it banned, like, mail-order weapons, like the ones used by... Uh, uh, the 1968 Gun Control Act did a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. Ba- well, we don't have any... We didn't have any weapons of 68. It just... They suddenly <laughs> came, you know? They banned oh. the importation of certain weapons, like uh, the PP... Was it PPK? So they had to create the PPS because it had to have a certain length in that for concealment. Uh, mail-order weapons and certain guns, but uh, it wasn't that comprehensive. But it was more than existed before. Well, we'll uh, I suppose we should start to wrap up. Uh, I'll bring in the entire library about uh, the German judiciary. In 1933, Adolf Hitler seized power. And it was during that time that constitutional rights were suspended. Mass, sur- mass searches so took place you have to seize guns. Rights, don't even have laws. To silence right? dissidences. And I believe 19, I can't even find the exact <laughs> but year. But that was everybody. And in 1938, yeah, I mean. Hitler signed a new gun control act. And this is the very paper that I'm talking about. This was all, uh, they did that to everybody. Which was then, no, it specifically had to do with Jews. Well, they had the, that was in the, the year of the, uh, in 1938, the Hitler signed the glass, gun control. Crystal knot. The 1938 gun control act. And what's, what are you reading on uh, Wikipedia? No. Well, go to Wikipedia. Um, actually, Wikipedia is not a good resource. I you know when I was in college, oh. that was the one place you could not cite. I think the Why? two of you would agree on this. Everybody can change it. Mm. Well, you go to that, but the thing about Wikipedia is you actually go to the sources they cite. Mm. I don't, I'm not going to go to a biased site. It just gives you a thing. No, I'm reading a National Review history article about the, National the history. National Review, which is right when. That's true. They are, they are a conservative uh, publication. Well, they used to be considered a, a reactionary, so but now this, they've moved to the middle. Which is yeah. pretty much the same things that were in that book that we were talking about. I'm not going to is, cite the National Review. That's, that's a biased source. I hope they haven't told my card. So yet. it's oh. not true that Hitler passed the Gun Control Act in 1938. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what, I, that's what I'm saying, right? That's what I said to you from the I'm article. I'm saying that so the 1968 is Act isn't based on any Nazi Yes, it is. The and any law that would be German had been a continental model law. <sighs> and guess what, Jenny? They don't have guns in England because they had, it was, London used to be super violent in the 19th century. Yeah. And they now. didn't, uh, I don't know of any Holocaust that happened. You know, the English didn't kill each other. They just stuck you in a factory and worked you till you died at 58, a toothless old fart or something. Jeez, well, uh, we actually have a call. <laughs> Let's grab this because people are because people are still watching on Facebook. We still don't have tea. Are you serious? Yeah. Hi. Welcome to the uh, Matt Connerton Unleashed uh, bonus show. <laughs> Who's this? I love the it. Bonus is my car. I, love is gonna get um, I I posted all the sources that, um, that that Jenny was citing. Yes. But I also posted all the sources that said that what. They were doing in that re- that report, which I posted well, the report I, I and the cover that. of I'll it, talk to you guys. Um, and the information from Fordham University about it. Um, that that she's not necessarily correct on what she's saying because they uh, misrepresented a lot of things in that report. In you're talking Aaron Zellman's book. Yeah. So you said. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm just I'm not making a judgment. I'm just saying what. What like like the you said, tradition. Wikipedia, so all these places that snoop, you know, that kind of fact checked it, said they weren't they weren't 
you know, they were pretty much not right. Snoops so, and Wikipedia. I just thought are I, I'm not I making an opinion. I'm just I, telling you, it, it's on. The, it's in the feed there. Thank you. I, I thank you for that. All right. I will say for the record, Bye. though, that Wikipedia right, thanks, can be Brad. changed by anybody, so I don't trust it. And Snoops is run by we all know Snopes, Snopes whatever Snoops. Snoops it's, is a site where you can spy on people. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not true. Well, there are a couple of that'd be fun. Well, oh my goodness! Wow. So. uh John Hopwood had to leave suddenly, and he said something about, I hope they haven't towed my car. Uh-oh. Um, so I guess on- uh, I on, guess we could give her a ride home if they did, right? Well, of course, yes. So on that note, uh, I do have a, a song uh, queued up to finish up. So uh, on that note, we will wrap up. Uh, oh, but before we go, I just want to say hi to uh, Michael Alber in the Facebook live chat, as well as Tom Blanchard, just a few hi, folks guys. who- uh, Joined us late. We're not going to get to all of your comments, but I appreciate uh, I appreciate that. Oh, and Peter White, of course, from the morning show with oh, Peter hi, White. Peter. Peter joins us <laughs> in the Facebook Peter's live chat. I'm losing my brain here. Of course, you can hear uh, the morning show weekdays from seven to nine a.m. live here on WMNH ninety five point three, and a replay from two to four p.m. immediately preceding this program. And I'll get to see Peter tomorrow night uh, at the end of uh, this uh, program. I'll have to. Uh, Get the show uploaded and get out of here quick and head over for the uh, the Granite Mike Awards uh, put on by the uh, New Hampshire Association of Broadcasters, as they do every year. Always a great time. Or as I like to call them, the uh, Channel 9 Rock 101 Awards. But uh, no, but it'll be great to hang out with uh, Peter and Daryl and uh, Rob Azevedo and uh, really looking forward to that. And, uh, and I do uh, enjoy the meal, of course, because it is my stomach's world and you all just live in it. So uh, so the overrun, uh, as we say for the show, uh, will be included in the podcast that goes up. So if you missed any part of today's show, including the part that did not go out on uh, WMNH Live, but did go out, of course, on the Facebook feed, uh, that will also be included at WMNHradio.org. So you'll be able to hear everything then. And uh, Fred did uh, post a bunch of those links, by the way, in the uh, Facebook live chat. So thank you. And uh, Jenny, thank you. Uh, any, <laughs> I need uh, to go across the street to the hop knot now and get something. <laughs> oh, after all of that, gonna head back over there. Oh yes, and thank you again, by the way, uh, to the hop knot. Jenny brought me this uh, this wonderful mug, so I'm holding that up for uh, folks on the yeah. uh, Facebook Live to see. So it's nice. So I can put I my had water a garlic in the mug. Pretzel with a beer cheese dip. Mm. It was really good. That does sound good. Now I'm hungry again. Oh, my goodness. Time to go. Well, all right. All right. So uh, that's it for us for now. I got a little uh, song here to play us out. I'm going to kill the Facebook live feed in a second, but it'll be in the podcast at WMNHradio.org. And uh, talk to you all a little bit later. Bye, everybody.
the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. You are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. Although we did receive the, the most uh, creative way that anyone has used uh, to communicate with the show during the show. Uh, came from uh, our new friend in Idaho, Brian Mackey, uh, who is uh, no, who is not Chris James, because <laughs> I know Chris from Vancouver, of course, a host of not even a show, uh, will occasionally use Idaho. But apparently Brian Mackey actually is from Idaho. And uh, he sent us a video uh, during the show that I then played the audio of the video on the show during the show because uh, he had... Uh, what he did is he recorded a video because he's got his own whole podcasting setup that I was able to see in the video. And so he uh, recorded the video and then uh, said in the Facebook live chat, Matt, check your email. So I checked my email and there was the video. So I played it. So that was uh, that was cool. That was a little different. He sounded phenomenal. He, it looks like he's got a, a very pro setup going on there. So hello to Brian if you're listening. Uh, hello to, uh, in the Facebook live chat, I see Michael Martineau joins us. Hello. As well as Mary LeMay. Uh, let's see, Wayne Noel joins us. Uh, Wayne says, uh, good afternoon, Matt. What kind of trouble are you planning to get into today? Well, the thing is, Wayne, I don't plan to get into trouble. It just happens. Trouble happens during the show. It's quite remarkable. Uh, Eric Agnon, also known as Easy G who says, hi, Matt, my fave afternoon host ever. Wow, that is remarkable. That uh, that deserves... That is, of course, a special EZG Eric Gagnon air horn that is reserved only for him. I only use the air horn uh, when he uh, says something complimentary uh, to me, as you might know. Well, how long has that been there? Has that been there for a while and I just didn't notice? I'm looking at the screen on the Facebook live feed. And I see uh, the face of John Clayton uh, directly above uh, Manchester. Uh, let's see. Wayne Noel says, I guess it follows you around. Yes. The Trouble. The Trouble with Tribbles, my favorite Star Trek episode. Apropos of nothing. That's just when I hear the word trouble, that's what I think of. The Trouble with Tribbles. Yes. So, by the way, uh, thank you, EZG. If I'm his favorite afternoon host, that means... That uh, Easy G prefers me over Howie Carr, who is, of course, uh, my competitor in this market locally in Manchester, of course. Uh, Howie Carr, who is uh, syndicated regionally. But, uh, but of course, we have this uh, wonderful, not only this following in the Queen City of Manchester, but uh, also online. People from all over the country, all over the world. It's quite remarkable. So take that, Howie Carr. I assume if I'm... Uh, if I'm the number one show in this day part, as we say in radio, uh, in the heart of EZG Eric Gagnon, I can only assume that, uh, you know, we're killing it here in the actual ratings because EZG is a taste maker, if you will. He's uh, He should uh, get an Instagram account. I know you don't have one, EZG. You said on the other show that you're not on Instagram, but you should get on there and look into becoming an, an, an influencer as they're called, where you can uh, have these corporations pay you all kinds of money to make videos uh, where you're using their products and so forth. I'm telling you, uh, you could you could uh, make a lot of money. That could be your, because EZG, of course, is currently unemployed from what I understand. So there you go. 
All right. Boy, where to begin? We have so much. We will get to the debate uh, and, and so forth. But I did see something uh, quite stunning on my favorite website and hopefully yours, rightwingwatch.org. Uh, so you know we're going to start with something uh, truly exciting. Uh, Mark Taylor, uh, whom we have featured many times on the show, yeah, he, uh, he calls himself uh, the firefighter prophet. I still don't know what that's about. I mean, prophet as in prophecy, of course, because he can see the future, uh, apparently, uh, you know, and uh, God speaks to him and so forth, gives him uh, messages. Uh, but uh, And he is a, uh, what uh, they call on Right Wing Watch, a radical right wing conspiracy theorist. But uh, Mark Taylor uh, said today, apparently, he is making the claim that his critics... Critics of Mark Taylor, the firefighter prophet, are driven by demonic forces. That is incredible. Now, uh, this has uh, terrible implications, my friends, because I myself have been critical of Mark Taylor. And if Mark Taylor's theory is correct, then that would mean that I, yours truly, Matt Connerton, host of Matt Connerton Unleashed, Easy G's, favorite afternoon uh, show uh, that I myself am actually driven by demonic forces. I can't believe this. This is terrifying to me. Uh, So uh, I'm going to play this audio of Mark Taylor. He was on this other guy's show, uh, Christopher McDonald. Uh, He does a show online called The McFiles. Get it? Because his last name is McDonald. Um, and uh, And to use the word files in the name of your show, is super original and clever. No one's ever done that. So uh, anyway, so Mark Taylor is explaining this to Christopher McDonald, that those who criticize him are driven by dark forces. So let's listen to this now again. This has incredible implications, my friends, because it, it has honestly never occurred to me that I myself, you know, the good God-fearing man that I am, that I myself might in fact be driven by demonic forces this is quite terrifying. So we'll listen to Oh, but before we listen to that, let's take this call. Perhaps uh, someone has some uh, thoughts on this and some reassurance. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Uh, hey, Matt, is your uh, refrigerator running? Well, you better slice it in half with a sword. Lock gang's back. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, I think we've just been pranked, my friends. You know, uh, Chris James, uh, host of Not Even a Show, and of course, the Nothing More Show, which you can get on uh, Patreon if you're a, a patron of Chris. He has these competitors, so these uh, these guys from these uh, rival organizations. You know, you've got uh, Please and Prank You. Uh, you've got, uh, what what's another one? Uh, Dr. Frankenstein or something. Uh, there's, there's, there's these other, uh, these, these organizations that are rivaling what Chris says. Chris himself doesn't really prank us much anymore because uh, we're friends now. Uh, in fact, he considers me a good host on on his show, not even a show. He rates the hosts. You know, there's uh, a red host is a bad host. An orange host is, uh, I think it's orange, is, uh, is a not great host. And a green host is a good host. So he considers me a good host, which is wonderful. I appreciate that. But, uh, but it's not as much fun to prank us anymore on this show because... Uh, now that we are friends, you know, he just uh, tries, you know, he'll still call and do things that are kind of silly and whatnot, but 
Um, but he uh, he doesn't uh, really prank us, prank us like he used to. Um, but uh, but you know, there's these rival organizations that uh, you know the Prankaholics. That's another one, I think. I don't know if Dr. Frankenstein is actually one. I kind of made that up on my own. But it's a great name, you got to admit. If, if someone isn't using that already, they should. Maybe I'll start doing prank calls and I'll call myself Dr. Frankenstein. I'm sure it's already taken. But anyway, so I, I believe that's that's what that was. By the way, somebody called the show yesterday claiming to be Chris James. I don't think that uh, this was actually him. but uh, John Hopwood is my daddy. John Hopwood <laughs> is my daddy. John Hopwood is my daddy. John, 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 John. But I was able to figure out that wasn't Chris James. That clearly was not Chris James. That was someone masquerading as Chris James trying to fool us because... John Hopwood could not be his daddy because John Hopwood has no children. So, ha, you're not going to fool me. <laughs> anyway, all right, so let's listen to this. So this is Mark Taylor. We're going to listen to him explain. Oh, uh, Wayne in the Facebook live chat says, hi, Jenny. Uh, Jenny isn't actually here, at least not yet. That was, uh, but you did hear her voice laughing. Oh, no, Jenny is here. I'm sorry. Jenny just popped into the Facebook live chat. Uh, hello, Jenny. And uh, Rhonda Favero also joins us. And that's why Wayne was saying hi, Jenny. I got confused. Wayne, I thought you were saying hi, Jenny, because you heard Jenny's laughing. But in fact, Jenny is in the uh, Facebook live chat. So there we go. I need to pay better attention to the Facebook live chat, my friends. There could be all kinds of people in here, and I don't even realize it. Now I'm scrolling through to make sure I don't want to miss anybody. I mean, I almost missed uh, that EZG was in there, and he's a big celebrity. All right, so we're going to listen to this audio. This is a Mark Taylor. He's going to explain how those who oppose him, those who criticize him, are driven by demonic forces. And again, I have a stake in this, my friends, because I hate to think that I, am I really critical of him, though? Do I really oppose him, this uh, Mark Taylor? Or am I more just mocking him? Uh, out of fun and friendship. I might actually really like the guy and I'm just kind of joshing him a little. You know, kind of like we do to EZG when he's on the show. You know, we give him a little bit of a razzing. But it's not serious. It's all in fun. Uh, or maybe I am, in fact, uh, possessed by demons. I don't know. Let's hear what Mark Taylor has to say. And as always, let's listen to this, not only with open minds, but with open hearts as well. And I we'll, have been we'll attacked learn. many times by other people. In the past, and here's the funny thing about this, is that the ones that attack me, Chris, they it's like they're obsessed with it. Cool. Right. Literally. And you know who uh, some others I've talked to, we've talked personally about some of this stuff. And right. I even have someone that I right. cut all ties to back in 2018 in February because they were going public with stuff and they wouldn't stop attacking me. That's right. Someone very close to me. And so now we're coming back around and doing it again in a different in a different way, which I'm not gonna go into. Oh. But I've had guys in the beginning. And I've had people in the middle of this whole thing that I've done, and I've got people now attacking me, but they're obsessed. Now, you have to ask yourself, what is the spirit behind this obsession oh. to attack a prophetic voice? <laughs> it's Jezebel. Mm. Every bit of it is Jezebel. Jeze Jezebel, and we've talked about that before. And that is why 2019 is the year of the eunuchs, because the eunuchs are supposed to rise up and, and confront and destroy Jezebel. It all makes sense. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, this is Claire in Pasadena. Claire in Pasadena, how are you? I'm good. Hey, Matt, I'm curious. Do you have a Prince Albert on a sword? 
Lock gang. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we have been pranked by the lock gang, my friends. Yes. The lock gang, another one of these organizations. Now, they don't just, uh, they don't just prank uh, Jim Lockwood. And by the way, prior to not even a show, prior to uh, uh, getting to know Chris and, and watching, uh, uh, well, you know, the first time I realized that that's where uh, clips of my show were being featured, uh, I did, uh, like, a, like a little kid, I sat and I watched all the episodes of Not Even a Show that have uh, clips of Matt Connerton unleashed. And then I went back and watched all the rest of them. I didn't even know who Jim Lockwood was. He's this uh, really uh, pretty douchey uh, conservative uh, talk show host online. Maybe he's carried on some AM stations somewhere. I don't know, but he's nuts. There was one clip where uh, Chris James called him and Jim Lockwood, he's sitting there waving a gun around in the air. It was very threatening. I was concerned for Chris's safety. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Oh, um, hi, hi, Matt. Um, a concerned, concerned person. Yes. Um, yes. Are the walls home? Uh, uh are the walls home? Uh, there are walls, uh, yes. here in the studio. Are the walls there? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, you're supposed to say no. Oh, but there are walls here. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Can we start over? Because now I'm curious. We can can start over. We'll have a mulligan? I guess not. All right. That sounded like the Honorable Heidi Hamer. Was she trying to to get in on the pranking? Maybe she's Dr. Prankenstein, huh? Oh, boy. I'll tell you what. All right. No, I am genuinely curious now. What, what? I, so I was supposed to say no, or the walls home, but how would I know to say no? Like, like what? That's a that's a strange one. Or the walls home? I I don't know what to I don't know what to do with that. Anyway, I, clearly I did not know what to do with that. Uh, Stephen Philbrook says, uh, "Did you say lock gang like love of Crips?" L O C. No, no, Stephen. I should clarify that because uh, you know we don't want to get into uh, some sort of gang war here. My goodness, I already had my problems with MC Hammer in the past. You all remember that. That was terrifying. What a saga that was. No, 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 Lock Gang as in Jim Lockwood. If you look up Jim Lockwood uh, online, he's uh, a really, uh, he's this right-wing radio host. And uh, like I said, one of the times that uh, Chris James called his show, Lockwood is uh, sitting there uh, speaking uh, aggressively to Chris while waving a gun around in the air. Uh, on his uh, Facebook live feed or YouTube or wherever it was, uh, it was quite frightening. I thought uh, I remember seeing that and thinking, "This Jim Lockwood is out of control. Someone needs to arrest him. He is—he's uh, probably uh, a menace to uh, all of society." But oddly enough, so one of the other guys, this other right-wing guy that Chris James liked to, likes to uh, harass uh, quite a bit, uh, J.J. McCartney. Uh, for whatever reason, JJ apparently does not like Jim Lockwood, even though they're of the same ilk. It's uh, it's all very strange. JJ McCartney, I have a theory about him because I watch the clips where Chris calls him and others call him. I really do believe, I think I even said this to Chris once. I forget if it was on this show when Chris called in or it might have been, uh, I was a guest once on, uh, Chris has a, a show on Twitch called uh, No Prank Radio. And uh, I had the honor of being a, a guest on there. I called in. 
Uh, it was over the phone. I didn't uh, uh, fly up to uh, Vancouver. That's a bit far. But um, anyway, uh, my theory about J.J. McCartney is there's a part of him that actually does want to just relax and laugh at, at the bit, but uh, but he's just too stubborn to do it. I, I really uh, sense that, but I could be wrong. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt. Have you seen Mike's sword? Have I seen your sword? Yeah, have you, it's really small, so you might not have seen it. Uh, but if you see Mike's sword, can you grab it? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> my, my sword. Oh, God, these suck. Oh, boy. Uh, well, Lock Gang, I guess. Lock Gang. I'm with you. All right. <laughs> Should that? Well, maybe we'll do uh, do half an air horn for that one. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And as you can hear, when I laugh, I'm still uh, coughing a little bit. I'm still getting over this bronchitis. I think I've had bronchitis for the past, uh, I think it's been about uh, three years now of bronchitis. It's quite remarkable. Uh, almost died last night. Uh, Stefan says, uh, just looking out for your safety. Thank you, Stefan. You know, I, I don't worry about it too much, though. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show lately, but uh, I grew up in Seatown. Uh, and uh, no, I'm not talking about Concord, New Hampshire. I'm talking about, you know, Compton, Compton, CA. And, uh, you know, back then, I mean, I was that was back in my gangbanging days. I was actually a member of both the Bloods and the Crips uh, simultaneously. But no one dared step to me about it because I was so thug. It was a confusing time. But boy, you wouldn't mess with me back then. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Uh, yeah, hi. So earlier you received a phone call from one of our associates about whether or not the walls were home, and uh, the punchline did not land because yeah. you answered yes. I uh, know, I know. We did let them go because of the bot punchline, but uh, I am here to finish it. Oh, you know, good, Take good. the torch. So uh, we can, you know, kind of rerun this. So uh, Let's do that. Are, yeah, so um, are the walls home? No. Lock gang. <laughs> oh. Okay. But but that's it. What 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 happened? Are you still there? Cause aren't you supposed to give the punchline and then say lock gang? I'm really confused. This whole wall wall thing has me baffled. I didn't hear anybody hang up. I think he's still there. Are you still there? Are you waiting for an air horn? I can give you a little bit of one. You got to finish the, the joke. Though. I still don't know what the punchline is. I'm going to have to Google it now. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and hang up. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what happened? He's probably sitting there on the phone and he's processing what I was just saying about the, the Bloods and the Crips and how I was actually a member of both gangs. I was covered in uh, tattoos. I had to have them removed. Boy, that was even... Uh, you have no idea the pain I went through. Let's see. Uh, Dean Stepler, who is... Uh, that's a new name in the uh, Facebook live chat. Hello, Dean. Uh, Dean says, JJ snaps. Yes. JJ gets uh, he gets quite upset. I, I still really do believe, though, there's a part of JJ. I can really sense it. There's a part... I think JJ McCartney is genuinely conflicted. I think there is a part of him that wants to let go and laugh. 
And I'll tell you why I think that. Part of it is I just kind of sense it. But also, too, he he knows, like, well, sometimes he knows when it's Chris calling because sometimes Chris will just call in his regular voice and just be like, hi, JJ. And, and, and JJ doesn't just immediately hang up on him. So it's like, I think there's a part of JJ with each call from Chris where he's genuinely curious to see where it's going, even though he knows it's probably going to end with a shirt bit because the shirt bit is back. The hat bit is done, but the shirt bit is, I even got shirted one day. I did. It was very confusing for me. Somebody called and uh, called this show and said, nice shirt. And I was like, it took me a second to even process what had just happened because I was like, wait, what? I, I just got shirted, but I'm not JJ. I felt as though I had somehow uh, fallen into an alternate universe for a second where I was JJ McCartney or I was me, but I was the one who gets shirted. I, it was, it was, uh, it was just baffling. I didn't know uh, how to even process what was going on. I was so confused. Uh, let's see. Um, Stefan says, Lock gang better chill before the Crips take notice. I love your old gang stories. I love that you were purple. Well, it's not that, uh, it's not so much that I was purple. I wouldn't put it quite that way, Stefan. It's just that, I was able to wear both colors, you know. I, I wore both the red and the blue. But I wouldn't say that I was purple. I think uh, some of my uh, former associates might, uh, they wouldn't like that so much, if, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Seven says, these lock gang peeps are rookies. Well, I mean, you know, they, they weren't able to complete the, uh, the wall uh, thing. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have to Google that. I want to know what the correct... Because, you know, I like to be very precise about these things. I think it's important as a broadcast journalist. Uh, I want to know what the correct ending <laughs> to that joke is. Uh, Stefan says, uh, they straight up suck at this. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness, Stefan. Yikes. Uh, Dean Stepler says he loves Chris. Who, Stefan? I love Chris. I don't know if Stefan does. Dean says, just kidding, J.J. is bipolar with Chris. Oh, J.J. loves Chris, yes. Yeah, J.J. is bipolar with Chris. Yeah, you're right, because there are times when J.J. seems almost, almost like he wants to be friendly. But then there's that, there's that one time, this was in a recent episode, where not only did J.J. get mad and say insulting things, and of course he did the same thing they all do, Oh, you, you're calling from your basement, your mom's basement, huh? They all say that, which is so lame. It's like the, it's like a standard thing that they all have, feel like they have to say. Um, but JJ actually threatened Chris. He didn't threaten him violently, but he threatened to, he said something about he's going to track him down and make his life a living hell and this and that. Um, something about, uh, you know, you are now my enemy, Chris, or something like that. And I'm going to make you pay. It was, it was very threatening. He never actually quite threatened violence, but it was strongly implied. That was a particularly, uh, but now to be fair, who knows? Maybe JJ was just having a really terrible day. I don't know. And maybe, uh, maybe that just pushed him over the edge, but, uh, anyway, well, let's hear the rest of this again. This is Mark Taylor explaining how those who criticize and mock 
such as yours truly, are uh, being driven by demonic forces. Again, this is of great import to me personally. Jezebel was obsessed with taking down Elijah. Oh, that's right. The Jezebel thing. We have to come back to that. Remember, we talked before. That's why I always say at the top of the show, it's the year 2019. It's the year of our Lord and the year of our eunuchs. Because as we learned previously, I don't remember if it was from Mark Taylor or somebody like Mark Taylor, but this is the year that the eunuchs are supposed to rise up and destroy Jezebel. I'm not sure why the eunuchs have to do it. Seems like they've probably got their own stuff to work out, right? I mean, you know, they're eunuchs. But uh, but they are, in fact, supposed to rise up and destroy Jezebel. And it's Jezebel that apparently is making all the trouble for people like Mark Taylor, for President Trump, for, for everybody else. So, you know. All the good God-fearing Americans. So anyway, so so uh, so th- there you go. I'll back this up just a tiny bit because I did interrupt the uh, uh, part about Jezebel, which is very important. Session to attack a prophetic voice. Mm. It's Jezebel. Jezebel. Every bit of it is Jezebel. Jezebel. Jezebel was obsessed with taking down Elijah. That's right. Period. Mm. And it's to shut the true voice of uh, the true prophetic voice up. And we warned on this show about a month ago that Jezebel was aligning herself with Leviathan because if she... Jezebel is aligning herself with Leviathan? Oh, my goodness. Now, this is shocking. We're going to have to... I'm, I'm Facebook friends with uh, Leviathan. Uh, he is, uh, of course, a uh, he's a drummer. He's uh, I, I believe he's a drummer in Donaher, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and he's done a lot of great things in the local music scene. Jezebel, now Leviathan is an atheist, from what I understand, based on his uh, Facebook posts. He's very liberal, and he says things like, there is no God. So I I cannot believe Jezebel, uh, apparently involved with a local musician right here in Manchester, Leviathan. This is incredible. You can't control and manipulate the voice. She will try to discredit, twist it, and turn it, and she's using Leviathan to do that. Wow. People that do this, guys. It's a red flag. Mm -hmm. People who are obsessed with attacking a certain individual or multiple people like this, it's Jezebel that's behind it. Now, by the way, just to be clear, I'm not obsessed. I am not obsessed with attacking Mark Taylor. I just really enjoy making fun of him. It's not an obsession, but it is something I uh, take uh, great joy in. Every single time. Mm -hmm. Jezebel's always behind a religious and legalistic spirit. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. So be careful who you follow. Because, look, I'm going to say this, and this may be very controversial. Oh, he's going to say something controversial. Oh, okay. These people that do this Mm -hmm. are driven by forces that are greater than themselves. Mm -hmm. They're driven by demonic forces. Oh, here I'm going to say this twice. I want people to understand this. He's going to he's going to say this twice. So pay close attention if you didn't hear it the first time. And by the way, a little air horn there for him. you cannot reason. With demons. <laughs> you cannot reason with demons. Right? There you go. You cannot reason with demons. And he did, in fact, say it twice. You cannot reason with demons. Okay. So I hope everyone's clear on that. Um, And I think he's probably right about that. I mean, look, I've seen The Exorcist, as I'm sure many of you have. It's a classic film. Uh, little graphic. But uh, clearly, uh, that demon could not be reasoned with. 
you know, the 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 priests, he had to like, uh, what did he like? He had to like uh, pray and uh, throw some holy water on her. Uh, the poor girl possessed by the demon had to do all this stuff. You know, it'd be nice. I mean, it would have been so much easier. It, granted, it wouldn't be nearly as exciting a film. But if you could reason with a demon, if you could just be like, you know, you show up to an exorcism like that and you're just like, hey, listen, you know, this whole possession thing. Uh, it's a little unfair. She didn't ask for this. It's not her fault. Clearly, you, uh, Mr. Demon, sir, you've got some things to work out. Uh, perhaps you should see a professional. Perhaps, you know, I could recommend a therapist or something. Maybe you just need to go on a retreat. You know, whatever it is. Maybe you just need some some you time. But, uh, you know, this, this whole uh, possession thing, is it's just not cool. So, you know, uh, let's be reasonable about this, you know. And, you you know, you just reason with the demon. By the way, uh, in high school, uh, some friends and I did have a demonic uh, death metal band called uh, Reason with the Demon. Uh, we didn't get very far. We never even made it out of the garage. But, uh, boy, those were great days. We made a lot of exciting music, I'll tell you that. Let's see. So we will move on from Mark Taylor. There was one other thing from Right, right Wing Watch uh, that... Uh, Nah, that's all right. We'll we'll be done with that for now. Very very exciting though. We always learn something uh, from that, and uh, boy, I love it. I just love it. But I'm not obsessed with Mark Taylor. Just to be clear, uh, the House has passed a resolution, according to uh, thehill.com, uh, rebuking Trump over Syria pullout. But will the Senate do the same? We shall see. But I suppose we should get into uh, the, the debate. Uh, there was a debate last night, if you're all uh, not aware. Um, I did notice, because I, uh, when the debates happen, you know, because as a political junkie, I do so love the debates. And even though this one was three hours long, I was able to remain conscious uh, throughout the entire three hours, which was lovely. Uh, but uh, so Jenny and I watched it and... I did notice, though, I was um, I was posting, you know, on the Facebook, on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page, my usual uh, pithy comments, uh, some of them uh, witty, uh, some of them uh, attempts at being witty, etc. And but I noticed less interaction, uh, fewer people reacting and commenting on my comments than usual, and I I kind of get the feeling that. Uh, Either I've driven some people away and they just don't care about what I have to say anymore, which is possible, or uh, it may be the case that uh, just um, people were not as engaged because there were 12 people on that stage. So I guess we're at the point now where there are too few candidates to have to have separate debates on, uh, you know, on different nights but there are uh, too many that we can't just keep it to 10. We now have to have 12. So there were 12 candidates. And, I mean, just some quick observations. Sometimes I'll go back through my Facebook comments, but I don't, I don't really want to bother. Just some quick observations about last night, and then we'll get into it a little bit deeper with some... Uh, we're going to do some fact-checking today. I'm big on the fact-checking because... Uh, I don't know if you all notice, but uh, professional politicians... Uh, regardless of political affiliation, not the most honest people, right? At least in terms of their public statements. 
Uh, they will often say things that are false and misleading. Again, I don't know if uh, any of you have picked up on that. I assume that you have. But uh, So I'm, I'm really big on fact-checking, and I like sites like uh, PolitiFact and factcheck.org and uh, so forth. But uh, So we'll get into that in a moment, but just some quick thoughts. So very, very uh, clearly, Elizabeth Warren, you know, you would probably know if you watched last night's debate without having seen any polling data on who the front runner is, you'd be able to figure out pretty quick that Elizabeth Warren is the front runner uh, because, and she is leading in the polls, but even without knowing that, you'd be able to figure it out because, and I played a clip at the top of the show, uh, some of the instances of, uh, you know, there was a bit of a, a piling on of Elizabeth Warren. And in previous debates, there was a bit of a piling on of Vice President Joe Biden. Um, so clearly that has shifted. Um, not only is she ahead in the polls, but apparently she's been raising more money. I, I saw a couple of different articles today that seem to suggest that uh, Uncle Joe is in a bit of a cash crunch in terms of uh, campaign fundraising and so forth, whereas... Elizabeth Warren has raised a tremendous amount of money. And um, and again, she's, you know, she has surged ahead in the polls. Uh, well, maybe surge isn't quite the right word, but she is ahead. I don't know if she's ahead by a huge margin necessarily, but she is ahead. She is the front runner. And so she was treated as such because prior to last night, um, you know, there really hadn't been too many attacks on Elizabeth Warren, uh, barely any, really, but uh, no, but she she clearly is a front runner, so that's to be expected, right? Um. Also, but I thought Biden actually had a pretty good night. Um, he didn't seem to have as many stumbles as he did in previous debates. I thought he seemed pretty solid. Uh, I will say this about Bernie, and I had commented on Facebook. Uh, I would have never known, I would have never suspected, I don't think anyone would have, that he had just had a heart attack a couple of weeks ago uh, based on on how he was last night. Um, in fact, if anything, he seems stronger. I think that, you know, the surgery that he had, uh, and he even said in, in an interview afterward, he said that uh, he, he thinks that he'll actually be stronger now because he's not walking around with a clogged artery. And I thought it showed last night. I think he seemed actually stronger and more steady than he has in previous debates. Because in, in previous debates, this particular cycle, I had actually thought at one point that Bernie, uh, contrasting Bernie's uh, performance uh, during these debates uh, with um, his performance in the debates uh, when it was he versus Hillary in 2016, I thought Bernie seemed like he might have lost a step or maybe half a step, you know, but, uh, you know, and he's, you know, hey, he's four years older than he was four years ago, right? But last night, I, I really thought he seemed strong. I mean, I don't think it was a breakout performance for him. Uh, in a, I, I don't think he had any particular moments that were really standout moments for him. But... But I did think that uh, no, he seemed he seemed strong and healthy, and uh, you know that the the surgery probably did help him in that way. Uh, hello to uh, Fred Bonig who joins us um, in the Facebook live chat. Um, I thought uh, Beto O'Rourke. I thought he was 
up until a certain point, having by far uh, his best debate performance. He seemed uh, stronger and steadier than he has because I, like many people, have had a little bit of a difficult time taking him seriously. And it is hard to imagine him as president, I find. But I I thought that that he seemed more confident. Like, I remember in the first debate, maybe even the second debate, he just didn't seem that confident and uh, and steady. But I, I thought I thought he was having a good night. Up until, of course, we got to the part about the mandatory uh, buybacks of, uh, of certain guns. And uh, that really became a problem for him. We'll come back to that. And Julian Castro, by the way, knocked it out of the park <laughs> with his comments on Beto's uh, gun buy, on the mandatory aspect of, of Beto's gun buyback. That was an incredible moment for Julian Castro, um, in in my opinion. But uh, we have a call. We'll grab this. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? It's Ridley. Oh, Dave Ridley of the Ridley Report. How are you, sir? Did you miss me? Well, I, I think you just called yesterday. So, uh, but yes, of course we <laughs> missed you. Yes, every minute without you is unbearable. Actually, uh, good thing you've got virtual Dave Ridley. Well, we yes, virtual Dave Ridley. I don't know if he's uh, I don't know if he's here today. Although he's always in our hearts. What's on your mind, Dave Ridley? <laughs> well, did you know that I guess. Uh, New Hampshire is about to become the only, I think it's going to be the only state in the union uh, where you can uh, vote for nobody for governor. Where you can literally vote for nobody? Pretty much. Uh, there's a guy who's changed his name to nobody, and he's going to primary Chris Sununu. Oh, all right. Uh, is, he, uh, is he just one name, like uh, Cher or Madonna? He's just nobody? I guess. Oh. Uh, he's a former Rich Paul. Oh, yeah. I know Rich Paul. Wow. So he has legally changed his name to nobody? Yeah, and, and I was kind of hoping that what that means is, like, if, if he you know, if he wins, then nobody's governor. And then like, there's, no, there's no person sitting in the governor's seat anymore. I kind of I thought that was what it meant. But uh, I think he's kind of spoiled the effect by adopting a platform. Huh. See if I uh if I met someone and he introduced himself as nobody, I'd say, Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, I guess I'd say that too. Yeah, I'd feel bad. What did you say about a platform, Dave? I missed that. I'm sorry. Say that again. Well he does have a platform. He, he does. He wants okay. to release he wants to release all the all the drug offenders. I agree with that. I've always advocated for, well, you know, I oppose the drug war, as I'm sure you do as well. And uh, I absolutely uh, would advocate for the uh, for the uh, release of, <laughs> I'm handing something to someone. <laughs> I would absolutely advocate for the uh, release of all uh, nonviolent drug offenders. Yes. I'm guessing that so he ran for mayor in Keene, and I guess that must have come to an end. Because the news release said calls him the form, former mayoral candidate, uh, and, and it doesn't say how many votes he got, so he must not have gotten very many. Well, did he run for mayor as Rich Paul or as nobody? Nobody. Oh, okay. Well, now you'd think that people would just for fun they'd vote for a 
for nobody. Uh, but uh, maybe maybe they didn't. I'm reminded of uh, I, I hear David Lee Roth in my head. I ain't got nobody. I realize he's not the yeah. one to originally do that song. Nor am I suggesting that yeah. Rich Paul or the former Rich Paul is just a gigolo. But that's what I hear in my head when I hear the name nobody. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what do you think of his chances, uh, Dave Ridley? Think he's got a shot? Uh, I guess I would say it depends a little bit on how he did in the. I'd like to know more about how he did in the in the Keene election before I make any predictions. Obviously, I wouldn't predict. I would not predict victory, of course. But right, uh, you know, you would again. You would think just for the fun effect, people would. I mean, and people have wanted to have none of the above as part of, you know, part of elections. That that was a big thing in the Ross Perot days. There was a drive yes. to make it in you know in Kansas so that, Kansas so that you could you could uh, you could vote for none of the above. It would have some sort of different effects from from actually having to vote for uh, one of these actual thugs that run. Yeah, I mean my uh, my habit is when I go into the voting booth, if there's a particular office where I don't like any of the candidates or I don't know enough about the particular candidates running for that particular office, I just leave that one blank. But uh, is there a uh, well? We don't know who. Uh, I mean, he's kind of the first one in, right? As far as someone who will uh, uh, oppose uh, Governor Sununu, I suppose. I think he's the only—he's the only—he's the only, he's the only uh, primary contestant that he's got to face. Oh, so he's not. Oh, so, oh, so he's not running as an independent. He's actually trying to primary Sununu. That's my understanding. Oh well. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, maybe I'll switch to Republican and vote for nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's—that's that's who I would vote for in the primary. <laughs> Well, very good. Anything else on your mind today, Dave Ridley? Nothing I can think of. Oh, okay. Well, that's a quickie. Well, uh, please give the Ridley Report a plug. Uh, RidleyReport.com. If you go there today, you can see uh, you can see my, the, the uh, government meeting trying to stop me from filming it. This happened about a week ago. Oh, really? What, uh, what government meeting was this? It's a library. I'm visiting Colorado Springs. Yeah. So I went to uh, the Colorado Springs Library System has this policy that you've got to get permission to film inside the libraries, even if the libraries are hosting a government meeting. Oh. So uh, I went to a government <laughs> meeting and filmed. Yeah. And 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 so they uh, so what did they? Well, I don't want to spoil what happens in the video, but uh, I assume there was an objection made to your filming. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, I got approached by many different bureaucrats ah. uh, telling me to stop filming. Yeah. So anyway, you can just you can just see it all on the channel. And that's it. Uh, is it the RidleyReport.com or just RidleyReport.com? Uh, RidleyReport.com. RidleyReport.com. I'm going to check that out after the show. I want to see that. I uh, I do enjoy that kind of thing. Oh, I hear the sirens. Every day, Dave, every day at some point during my show, there are sirens outside. It's quite remarkable. I, I should also make a factual, I should correct a factual error. You can't see it all yet. It hasn't, I haven't uploaded it all yet. I've just uploaded the first five minutes of the, of the incident. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, it's like a, a little uh, teaser. All right. Well, very good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for the call, my friend. 
All right. Thanks, Matt. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Dave Ridley leaves us. That opens up the line for you, 603-250-6007. Too bad we didn't hear from uh, virtual Dave Ridley today, but, uh, you know, can't talk. I'm here. Oh, he is there. Yes. Virtual Dave Ridley. Uh, also joins us, but uh, anyway. No, so okay, I'm done. I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh, virtual Dave Ridley is leaving already. Wow, that was a a quick visit from. Uh, uh, we got quick visits from both Dave Ridley and virtual Dave Ridley, much uh, much quicker than usual. Uh, let's see. So, um, as far as the debate last night, yeah. So, and uh, I want to say too. Um, Pete uh, Buttigieg, I think, probably came off a little better than usual. Uh, Amy Klobuchar uh, kind of seemed like she'd maybe had a, a a bit much caffeine right before the debate. Although I uh, I enjoyed her uh, her passion. I think she comes across as very credible and competent. I will say that. Hi, welcome. Hey, hello. To- hello. I'm trying to hear you. Hold on. That's better. Is that better? Hello. Oh, Matt. Yes. Hold on. Who is this? What's going on? All right, I don't know who that was, but they hung up already. That was very confusing. Jenny is here. And she is, uh, oh, well, I have water, but this this would be even better. So this is, my friends, a mug from uh, the Hopknot. So, which, which are friends, yes. Uh, the other day, let me turn that uh, mic on there. Uh, so the other day we had uh, Trudy uh, from the Hopknot uh, joined us on the show, and we discussed uh, we discussed uh, the Hopknot, and then we got into some other things as well. Oh, I should turn this around. So yeah. uh, so they have these great mugs, so I can drink water right out of this mug. And this is water, by the way. Someone recently accused me of drinking uh, bourbon. Really? On on the uh, program. No, no, I, I will attest to the fact that if that was true, you would definitely know it because Matt would be unconscious. I have a very low tolerance. He has yes. no tolerance. But it's wonderful. Thank it's you for- It's not a low uh, tolerance. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.